But here's the thing you need to be concerned about. We as consumers now are going to be far more suspicious and closed to automated and transactional conversations and content. Hello, everyone. This is Dave Thompson. I am uh, your host here at Beyond Clean with Ace, where the cleaning industry talks about anything and everything that is cleaning or cleaning related, or you know what? Just sometimes, well, what goes on in life every day. I don't know about you, but it is now February, which means there's two people I talk to the first of every month. And gosh, when I woke up this morning and realized I'm talking with them again, it wasn't because I didn't want to. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. I do want to. But it's just the realization another month has went by and I'm going 23 is going by way too fast. I don't know about you, but hey, it's my monthly call to the place up north. Um, and I'm glad that I don't have the snow in winter that she has, but I don't think that's what she's here to talk about. If you've been with us before, Mickey Anderson is on the line with me. Hello, Mickey. Hello, hello. By the way, folks, if you don't, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you can't see this. You're, if you're listening on our podcast, thank you very much. But the reason I start out that way, I just can't help it, Mickey. It says right there, scrolling across your address is hello, MickeyAnderson.com. <laughs> I try and make it as easy and uh, memorable as possible for people. <laughs> and you know, it works. It works for me. I mean, your marketing is great, you know, because I go, hello, Mickey. And I'm like, well, that's it right down there. That's it. That's it. You got it. <laughs> so if you haven't been with us before, Mickey's going to tell you a little bit about who she is, what she does. And the reason we have her every month here is because, you know, marketing is just one of those things that I do the best I can. I need tips. I need help. And you may be needing that too. Whether you're in the cleaning industry or not, it doesn't matter what your industry you're in. Mickey's here to help us. Mickey, it's your show. What are we here to talk about? What do you do? I am a marketing strategist. I help professional service providers like those in the cleaning industry uh, create marketing strategy and not just busy work for themselves because that is always the fear that we're going to get caught up doing a bunch of stuff that doesn't actually make us money and nobody wants that. We've got enough on our to-do list. So I'm here to help you hopefully shrink that to-do list and do the right marketing so you can ditch the wrong stuff. So I don't have to do any marketing. You're just going to make it easy for me. I mean, there is always work involved, but hopefully you'll be doing the right work and the return will be well worth the time investment. Now, folks, if you've been with us before during last uh, the end of last year and the first month of January, you kind of learned a little bit about some of the tips that uh, Mickey has been giving me. And I've been doing some of that. So I'm going to start off by saying, hey, folks, we are still live every Monday afternoon at 2.30 LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. It's our marketing plan for this year, Cleaning with the Academy, where we give you a one-minute hack from the last week, and then we give you a new one for this week. And then, you know what? I'm just going to throw myself up there at your will, free of charge for one hour of consulting. Use me, abuse me every Monday afternoon, Eastern, 2.30. Mickey, it is hard to get people to talk and communicate with them. Reaching out to people, I'm doing everything I can, but you said there's something I'm missing. You know, I have to say, 
last year, 2022, which feels so weird to say last year, 2022 <laughs> was the year of short form video. We got caught up in catchy, hooky, great TikTok videos and short videos, and they're still important. But all of a sudden, this magical thing happened just recently where AI has taken over the marketing industry by storm. There are AI content creators and generators out there. And it's exciting and it's wonderful because it's going to help a lot of businesses do a lot more and need less resources to do so. But here's the thing you need to be concerned about. We as consumers now are going to be far more suspicious and closed to automated and transactional conversations and content. So if there's even the slightest inkling in your audience that, okay, a real person didn't write this, or this isn't actually important, or they don't care about me, there's no real person on the other end of this conversation, it's over. We are going to be tuning out so much noise and so much more noise because companies are going to be producing more and more and more. And so our job is going to be, how do we cut through that noise and create a connection with the person? And I'll tell you, the best way to do that outside of being in person is direct by email. Email has no algorithm, right? All right. You're talking specifically to the person. All right. They're not distracted. You can customize and personalize the message. Oh, and you can throw a video inside it. You know, this is exactly why Mickey, whenever I did my shorts, which is, hey, I'm 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 doing those things too. That's why people are consuming information still yet. Um, but that's the reason why I'm live on the air. It's me, it's it's interaction. People, you put the chat up there, and I'm gonna answer that question. I'm gonna probably even maybe I'll even put it up on the screen live. This is that authentic live direct, but we can't always do that with everything, is what you're saying. Well, and it's it's hard to get yourself through the algorithms and the amount of video content out there nowadays. But if you send a video direct to a person, oh man, you're going to stand out in their inbox and your message is going to be seen and heard. Okay, so you're now talking about going back. Oh my goodness. Wait a minute. <laughs> now, now, you know, they call that backsliding is what I've heard. <laughs> you know, you know, now, you know, every time I, you know, as an old guy, every time I say go back to what I used to do, they go, oh, no, 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 we don't want to do that. We don't, we, uh, I don't want to go back to a rotary phone. Uh, we're not talking about going back to pen and paper. No, no. Email's still huge. Billions of emails are read every single day and received. Even an unread email is a powerful tool because someone's name, like your inbox is sacred. I don't know about you, but I don't give away my email address for anyone. I mean, my business one, yeah, it's up on your screen. I actually have two personal email addresses. One of them is kind of where that's been out there for a long time. One's a new one. And I self, I guide that one very carefully. Yeah. Our inboxes uh-huh. are sacred. We don't let just anyone get in there and we're very quick to unsubscribe if something isn't delivering value. And so, you know, that's a direct way to communicate with someone, to be remembered by someone, to have your name in their face in a very personal way. But email, unlike most social media, you can personalize, right? A lot of email service providers will let you put the person's first name, use an automation to do that and really customize a message. You can segment your audience and you can choose who receives what in a much more specific way compared to social media. And on top of that, video in email actually increases click-through rate by like 300% or something ridiculous. It's, It's super powerful. And uh, not enough people are doing it. 
And but I you're, absolutely but, foresee that 2023 is the year of email. But I'm going to think that what you're saying is, is if I put a video in an email, it needs to be one of these shorts, right? Yes. We don't want to inundate people with um, hour-long webinars. Again, you know, <laughs> no one's, no one's going to watch that. Uh, but any chance you can to get a quick face-to-face -face interaction, deliver value, be personal, right? Give them that know, like, and trust factor because they see your face, they can look into your eyes, they hear your voice. Those things make a huge imprint. And with so many businesses and so much competition, we all know the power of word of mouth and of a personal connection. Whether it's someone referring, someone knows you, or someone feels like they know you. People want to buy from businesses that are owned by people they know and trust, mm -hmm. that are run by people they know and trust. I don't know about right. you, but I have bought services and products because of a salesperson, right? I felt trusted and seen. I felt that this person really understood me. And even though I didn't necessarily need the product, I knew that this person had my interest, my best interest at heart. And so I bought because of that person. And that is a super powerful thing. If you can create personal connections where you stand out compared to all the other automated blah, you are absolutely going to see revenue growth. Mickey, I don't know about you, but I, you know, for me, you know, somebody wants to, and I'm going to use LinkedIn because it's mainly our, 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 our professional outlet, right? Yeah. When somebody wants to connect with me, then I get this automatic, automated email that's a sales job. I'm like, you didn't want to connect with me. You just wanted to market to me. That was someone's VA. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so those kind of messages, even those kind of website sales pages, funnels, emails, they're not, they're not going to have the same impact as a personalized one that comes from the heart where the person does their homework where they truly know who you are, where they're giving you a compliment on something very specific that no one else could, right? These kind of personal touches where we put the relationship and the person first are absolutely going to set you apart. Absolutely. And to your point, I mean, I was a salesman for 35 years selling janitorial products on the street, very successful at it, loved it, just got burned out, just got tired after 35 years of it. Uh, but you know, one of the things that I learned was actually not in my industry. I went and bought, and I, I you know, hey, I mean, gosh, I'm, folks, I'm not going to tell you how far back that was. I'm not going to go there, but, you know, I went and bought a sweater. And the guy sent me a personalized thank you for buying a sweater from him. And I remember it still to this day. You know, I think that's what you're talking about here is not just uh, an email that we send to everybody, but one that's personalized. So when you choose the content, do you have tips for us? Yeah, you know, that's a great point too. I think the things that stand out in my mind in terms of exceptional customer service and experience are those moments when someone reached out when they had nothing to sell me, right? It's the thank you cards. It's the personal messages. Hey, I saw this and thought of you. I'm not trying to sell you. I just like you, right? There's this story of that um, a car salesman who just completely decimated his competition year after year after year. And his only sales tactic was sending out a card that said, I like you to all of his clients. And every year they came back and bought more cars. <laughs> and so when we're trying to execute personalized messages, it's, it's personal. You have to know who you're sending it to. And that means 
taking a look at your list and organizing it in a way that makes sense, right? I'm not going to send this to everyone, but you know what? Anyone who took this class or clicked on this link, this would be highly relevant to them. So I'm going to send it to them without the goal of selling, just to deliver value. And then when it comes time to sell, they're going to know that I care, that I took care to give them personal messages. If you have a smaller business with less clients, one of the things that I personally do that I found really successful, and I know a few other businesses that have done it, are for retention and referrals. Existing clients once a quarter, I send a video email of me talking directly to the one person. I customize it. I spend a day just recording videos and send it out saying, hey, I hope you had a great summer. I haven't talked to you in a while. I bet your daughter's just growing like a weed. You know, if I had a great time working with you. It's been a while. But if you know anyone like you who, who might benefit from my services, I really appreciate you sharing that. Hope you have a great day. Lo and behold, the amount of referrals that come through the door because of that, you know, couple of hours I spent sending video messages outweighs the time spent 100x. So are you talking about, are you, whenever you are talking about this personalized video content that you're putting into the personal email, is this something you just hold your cell phone up and record or, or how are you going about doing these? You can do it that way. It's really, it doesn't really matter <laughs> as long as okay, you're well, I mean, yeah, this, is why we, this is why we're listening yeah. to you, Nikki, because I can just hear yeah. people listening to this going, wait a minute. Now you've just had a whole nother realm of work for me to do. Yes. Now there's ways to do it. If you have a small client roster and it's going to be 10 emails, right? Like 10 emails. If you made two new clients out of that, how much money would you make? Right. Is that valuable to you? Does that make sense? Maybe. And so if so, great for me, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so what I do is I use actually a screen recorder and I just turn off the screen and just record my face. <laughs> so something like loom is a great option, or I have Descript is another app that I use for that. Or you can literally hold your phone up <laughs> and record it and send the message. Um, so whatever makes sense for you is going to be fine. You could use something like Vimeo. You could up to upload it as a private message on YouTube. Um, Loom is great because they get a private link to watch the video. So you don't have to upload anything. They don't have to have an app. It's just a click. Um, and it syncs with your Gmail. So it literally shows the video in your Gmail if you use it that way. There's lots of different applications. So you'll find the one that's best for you. The ones that I use are Loom and Descript. They're great. And I, um, I think the thing I like what you're saying there, Mickey, is this is not a, um, like me, with, you know, I mean, everybody knows this. I've got a studio here and I, that's what I put yeah. up here. We're talking about a personal message, this specific each person. We're not talking about sending out 3,000 of thank you video. You got it. At 10, maybe, right? Who are your best clients? Or who are past clients that you'd love to work with or you know they might have some referrals for you? Or who are people who have been on your list or maybe you did a call with them and there was a potential but the deal didn't go through, right? These are people that were they're, they're very warm leads. They're people who could, they may have a network connection for you. And you just want to send a really quick, you know, 10 to 30 second personal video, super quick, very personal, just like about them saying, hey, I'm thinking of you. <laughs> That's it. Once in a while, if you have something to promote, great, you can do that. But the, the goal is to reach out and make those personal touch points. You can do this on the small scale, like we've been talking about these personal messages, but you can also take these theories and put it into practice with a big list of 8,000, for example. If you know that within that list of 8,000, you've got 4,000 people who are highly interested in a specific type of residential cleaning, right? You can send them a video 
saying, hey, look, I know you're in this industry for a while. Here's a new tip. I saw this new technology. You might be interested in it. Here's how it works. Here's my take on it. Here's what you should know when you go to the store to buy it. But make it personal and real. None of this big production quality. None of this super scripted. It's got to be you as a person talking to the person on the other end, whether it's one or 4,000 or 20,000. And folks, this is exactly why I love this podcast that we are able to do for you. And if you're watching, you can see all of the character that Mickey is giving you with all of the body motions, the facial expressions. This is what we're talking about. Yes, AI is getting great. And I got to tell you, some of the voiceovers for AI are just astounding today. And hey, just like anybody else, I'm using them too. We all are going to use all of these avenues. But what you're talking about today is that message that we can get remotely across that's specific back to the guy that sent the thank you note for the sweater. You a got it. The warm and thing. fuzzy. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, and the, and the sweater was warm and fuzzy too. <laughs> exactly. Like you're going to leverage AI. Any business who doesn't is going to miss out, right? You can't sure. keep up with the quantity, the production value, all of these things that AI is going to give businesses. You have no choice. You have to lean in and try and leverage it in whatever ways make sense for yeah. you. But that doesn't mean that you're getting rid of the personal touch. It means you're being more specific and accurate with it, right? So as much time as you're saving creating a lot more content, you still need to reserve some time and energy and resources to making those personal touches happen so that all that AI work doesn't get filtered out, right? We want people to, we want to have their eyes, their hearts, their attention. And the only way you can do that is by keeping and maintaining those warm, fuzzy feelings of personal connection. I totally get it because I've got a gentleman that uh, is in upstate New York. Uh, he couldn't get here for a class last month because of, of, of things and flights and everything. And he said, I've already paid for it. Can I do a remote? And so we remoted him in here to Orlando because we're all set up for doing that. And he said, I, I need to attend some other classes, but you know, it's winter up here in New York and it's hard to get out. Can I do it again? I said, you know, if you feel that you're getting your money's worth, fine. What did he do on Friday? He signed up for another remote class for stone care tomorrow. Um, but it was because after the class was over, I sent him the link to the next class because that's what, and that's that personal message back to it. Uh, you know, I'm also thinking here as you're saying this and I just, you know, things, folks, I got to tell you something Mickey says and then my mind goes click, click, click and it comes out my mouth. So, hey, if you haven't been with me before, you just kind of get used to this. That's the way it works. But, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you know what, I have asked repeatedly for people to give me a referral about the class because they go, oh, well, you know what, they, the, the class was so much valuable, they'll let, you know, it was like, I would have paid triple of what I did. I'm like, oh, gee, I should, can I invoice you for more then? <laughs> no, that never works. Uh, but, you know, I always ask them, I said, just take your cell phone and give me a video about what you thought about the class. Mickey? You know what? Starting tomorrow after class, when they leave, I'm going to sit here and give you a thank you video to them. I, you know, why didn't I think about this before? And you know what? The best time to get those videos from them is to even help them do it. To be like, do you want me to? Can I record you right now saying that? It'll take ten seconds. Well, the lady last oh. week she said, "No, I'm not going to do that because I don't have my makeup on." So I mean, you know, I get it. I mean, you ah, know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. 
but Everyone's but on the other hand, excuses. if I'm going to expect them to do it, why can't I? That's what I'm thinking. You got it. You got it. And the, the easier you can make it for people, the more personal you can make it for people. So when you send that woman the message being like, hey, look, I appreciate that you didn't want to come on camera because you didn't have your makeup on. And I know that you're busy. So even just 10 seconds, you know, here's a link to Loom. You can just record your screen. Here's what you told me last time that would make a huge difference. And here's how I'd love to use that testimonial, right? I, you know, you're the, the someone that I loved having in the class. I'd love 10 more people just like you. And if this is going to help, like, oh, man, thank you. She's going to feel flattered, right? She's going to get those warm and fuzzies and like, oh, I'm special. and want to give you a testimonial. Even if I didn't ask for the testimonial, you know, my thing is, is I should just thank her for being in class and, and I look forward to seeing her again. That, that, I mean, yeah. heck that would take 10 seconds. Yeah. And if you can be specific about one thing that you really appreciated about her in the class, you know what, the thing that I love most about having you in the class is you asked great questions that no one else was willing to ask and you were brave. And I appreciate that because it made other people in the class open to asking questions too. Or you brought such great energy and just being able to look into your eyes while I was talking made it so much easier for me as a teacher, right? Those little pieces make people want to come back and take classes from you. The, if the more specific and personalized you can get in those messages, the better. And I think that's back to your, now your email, back to the main yes. thing that you're talking about today. That then brings that email um, I'm thinking that where you're going with this is then they look at my emails every time I send them out better. You got it. You got it. So once they feel that feeling, there's an expectation of care, of trust. We have a relationship now. I know this person cares about me. They like me. They value me. Oh, they're sending me another message. Wonderful. Right. And so the more you can keep those warm and fuzzies on a regular basis, the better. If it's once a quarter, it's once a quarter. Even just adding one little note here and there to a message can make a big difference. And I'm not talking, it doesn't always have to be one-on-one -on -one emails. And this can be in larger uh, email lists, but you have to be able to go through that list and segment it. If you're blasting an email to everyone on your list with the same message, a lot of people are probably gonna get annoyed, <laughs> yeah. right? So if you have a specific class, you wanna make sure that the people who are most interested are gonna get that message. And giving people the option even to no longer get messages about that class if it's not relevant to them, right? Is there a way that they can like unsubscribe from that sequence or get off that sequence, but still be on your list? Click here if you're not interested in our cement clean class, but we'll keep emailing you if other classes come up, right? So it's just about adding personal care and attention where most others aren't. That's it. It's remembering the human. You know, I have a job bidding class here at the academy. And one of the things I teach in the class is don't go to the bid, uh, the, the RFP, don't go to the pre-bid survey and start asking how many people are in the building? What do you do here? You need to research that person. And we have the internet that shows us most all of these details about an operation, a business before we ever get there. And I think this is kind of what you're saying on the back end of this is we need to spend as much time on the back end with that client as we did on the front end, getting them there. That's your retention if factor, not, correct? If not more, yes. If not more. If not more, yeah. Wow. I mean, when you think about, I'll tell you a great example of, of 
podcasting, for example, right? As a podcast host, I'm sure you've had lots of people who came on who did no research into the industry, had nothing really valuable to talk about and just took up space and time and then never promoted the episode or said thank you. Those people stink and you remember them for that. But the people who did their homework, who came in with a plan, who brought value, who said thank you, those people stick out in your mind and you're more willing to refer them, to open your list to them and introduce them to people, right? Like those kind of things matter. And as a business, a lot of times we get caught up in the operational needs, but I need to do this and I need to do this and this needs to get done and this needs to get done. Your business doesn't run without people. And so we need to prioritize not just ourselves and our operations, but the people we're selling to and the people we aren't selling to. The reputation, the feeling that we produce, that's what's really going to make you stand out. You know, as you were talking, Mickey, I, I was thinking, you know, there are several platforms that are built on likes. And what you're talking about today is get the people to like your email. That's it. That's it. Just Irrelevant it useful stuff touches. is not going to help you. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. folks, yeah, I guess it was a short it. podcast today. Mickey just answered all the questions. Now we know what you need to do. I don't know if we want to talk anymore to Mickey because she's going to add something else to the list. Well, I can give you some other examples of how you can kind of take this strategy or philosophy and put it into your marketing where you don't have to keep doing more work. So what I mean is with emails and with personal connections, there's work, right? Relationships take work and constant nurturing. So you're always having to send more emails. But some things that you can do to create a personal touch that don't require constant updates are things like video sales letters and thank you pages. So these two things, your video sales letter is literally a, a video of you talking about the program or service, right? Selling via video and you pop that on your website sales page. So you're creating a personal connection, they're getting to know you, they're getting to hear from your mouth the benefits as if they were in the room with you. Doesn't have to be updated all the time, but that video is super powerful. You can do the same thing on a thank you page. So after someone buys, they're typically redirected to another page. And oftentimes people miss this opportunity to thank the person who just bought them and give them more warm and fuzzies. So if you create a thank you page, so after they buy, they're redirected to this thank you page where there's a video of you saying, I so appreciate that you went ahead and bought this course. I'm so excited to teach you all of these incredible things. It's going to transform your life. Here's what you can expect over the next day or two. You're going to get an email. Here's your login information. If you have problems, here's where to reach me. If you know anyone else who would love this course and benefit from it, please feel free to share. We love people just like you. Done. That thank you message is one of the most powerful imprints you can put on a person because they just bought and now you've gone ahead and said thank you without selling anything else, right? You've set expectations of a personal relationship, even though it might be an online course where they never interact with you or a product. But those little video messages that you can place in places are going to be hugely powerful. You can add them to your sales emails, right? They don't necessarily always have to be static or updated. But, but you can repurpose them in many different ways. And so those little touches make a huge difference and you can put them pretty much anywhere. I think this goes back to something you'd said earlier, you know, about we have to find out whether we're really meeting the expectations of our clients. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I, I love doing and I've been doing it for a long time, I get a lot of comments on this is after I have discovery calls with potential clients and after I have podcast recording sessions, after I do any sort of coaching call, there's an automated email 
<laughs> and it is automated that goes out the very next day and asks them to complete a quick survey. But it's in my voice saying, hey, I so appreciate that you hopped on this discovery call with me. I'm always trying to provide a better experience. Can you take 10 seconds and just click this link and fill out a one question survey? And every time I get that response back, the extra touch that you put in, you know what, how do I do this? <laughs> everyone wants to collect data, but everyone feels great being able to provide feedback. Those little surveys where you're using your voice, you can even have a video that says, hey, thank you, I appreciate you, right? They make a big difference. So collect data, say thank you, survey clients. On your thank you page, you could even have a like click, whether we get five stars for your experience, what would you have done differently? And they can submit a form really quickly. But the more opportunities you create to set and, and higher, uh, heighten expectations, the better. Well, and that goes to what you've been saying all along is, you know, there is so much content out there. How do you differentiate what you do from what the other one was? And when it comes to emails, how do you actually stand out amongst all the hundreds of emails that we get, in some cases hourly? Um, you know, gosh, there's just so much more to what we do today, but yet we're not doing all the traveling that we used to do back in the day. So it's just, is, is it actually, you know, I saw something this morning that said work harder. Is it harder or just smarter? I think it's smarter. It's more intentional. Uh, hard work is relative too, right? Like what some people think is hard versus what I think is hard might not be the same. So I, I don't think it's about working harder. I think it's about being more present. Um, I was talking about this earlier this week. There's a great book called No Hero by a gentleman named Mark Owen. And he was There's a section in the book. He was on SEAL Team 6, big hero. Um, and there's a section in the book where he's afraid of heights. He's doing his training to try and pass and get into this really exclusive unit. And he's terrified of heights and he's climbing up and paralyzed in fear. And his instructor saw him just looking around and really panicking. He's like, hey, look, you need to stay in your three foot world. There are only a very few things that you can control in this moment. If you keep your focus on those, you're going to be able to keep moving in the right direction and get up this mountain. But if you keep thinking of all of the things around you, you're not going anywhere, buddy. You're probably going to fall. And I think that lesson is so true to entrepreneurship. There are so many opportunities, bottlenecks, challenges. There's so much stuff to work hard on. But if I stay in my three-foot world and think about in this moment, what is one step that I can take that's going to take me closer to my goals? and do that, you're going to be moving in the right direction. Well, it goes back to something you've said before. I need to have a plan of action. I need to make sure that we always follow that plan of action. Thank you very much for the advice, because that's what cleaning with the academy, that's where I came up with it all. That's where it started. I meld a bunch of ideas from different people together. And hey, you know, we're just starting 23. And so far, so good. It's going to take some time for it to really catch on real well. But back to what you're saying, there is a plan of action. Um, yeah. Am I working smarter? I don't know. I'm working with more intent. Um, but, you know, hard work has always been that. And as you said, you know, it's hard work, physical or mental or just, you know, I think hard and smart really kind of go together these days. Yeah. And I mean, to your point too, wisdom comes from memory. We don't know if it's smart work until we've done it. We know it's intentional and we can make assumptions. 
but we don't really know if it's going to work or if it's the right thing until after. And so I think a big part of this is reflection and that what we call debrief. So after you've done a project and had some time to see it, do it, collect some data on it, now it's time to debrief, to analyze, okay, what did I learn? What worked? What didn't work? How can I move forward a little bit smarter this time? <laughs> what can I get rid of or where, sh where should I be focusing more? We don't take enough of those points in our businesses and in our lives to really intentionally reflect and do like a debrief. And so that's one thing that I recommend businesses do quarterly at least is sit down and go, okay, what did I focus on last quarter? Where were my biggest sales? What had the most impact? What had no impact that I thought was going to work, but didn't. Okay. Moving forward, what am I going to do differently? Or what am I going to do the same? So before I let you go today, I want to go, I want to still stay with this email thing a little bit because people have gotten so used to not opening emails. Yes. So if I start, and, and I'm, I'm just thinking the questions that people might ask right now, I'm not saying I'm thinking of That's it, great. but I'm thinking about what, what might our listeners be asking. Yep. So, you know, I'm going to make this change. I'm going to start now thanking people. I'm going to start giving them a personal message. Uh, uh, maybe it's 10 or 15 people, you know, whatever it is. How long is it going to take before they're going to go, ah, maybe I need to open up their emails on a regular basis? Or do you find it's pretty much immediate? Well, there's two ways to look at it. The first way is first impressions make a big difference. So for new people who've never received your email, make right. sure that first email is worth opening and sets the tone of every email following. Set the right. expectations correctly, right? That's it. That's okay. it, right? Because they're the open rates of a welcome email are significantly higher than any other email they're going to get. That first email of yours is your opportunity to set the stage. And so you want to do so with intention. The other thing when you have existing lists that you're trying to re-engage is there's, I wish there was a magic number for how long it takes. Every business is different. But that being said, you'll be able to see a trend after a while. Um, the way that you get opens are through your subject lines. And the way that you get future opens are through the content. So if you want to get that first open, make the subject line worth opening. Okay, so, so, so what it, is it that they want to need? What can you give free something, something of value? How can you get them to open that email over deliver and then tell them in the next few emails, here's the other amazing stuff you're going to want to, you're going to get. So make sure to open these emails. Okay, so I've got some people that have that have come to class. And I'm just going to use myself as an example, folks. Yeah, just, great. just for that. You know, I've got people that attended class last month and I'm going to make a thank you to send to them. Do I put in the subject line, thank you video? Right, video for sure. Right, video um, for sure. Then, okay, all right. Yeah, use the word video. Sometimes you can put them in square brackets, video, and then put their name in the subject line. Make it wow. sound like it's really from you, a one on one email from you. Hey, so I would say Mickey Anderson video. Class. Or, hey, Mickey, thanks for being in my class. And then in square brackets or in the preview text, a little video just for you. Okay. Right. But really make it personal as if you were sending an email to somebody that you had just met. Okay. So right. folks, what, what you just got is you got some free coaching there. Hey, that's yeah. why you're on the podcast with us today. There's just some free coaching. Not only get the video, but now we need to know how to make the video. Now we know what to put in the subject line. Now, what other podcast could you get that kind of coaching on? 
Just this right one. here. That's it. <laughs> we on clean with Ace. That's where we talk about anything and everything about the cleaning industry. Mickey, you know what? I love having you on because every time I leave with you, I now go, something else I got to do again. But you know what? Hey, I'm taking the free coaching. I don't know about you guys, but I'm taking it. But hey, uh, if you're not, that's your fault. Please like and share what we say and do here. Beyond Clean With Ace, we do this oh, about every week, at least once a week. We have what Mickey inspired, which is Cleaning With The Academy, every Monday afternoon at 2.30. Mickey's got her website, and you can find that at? HeyMickeyAnderson.com, just like the song, spelled like the mouse. Anything new for next month we can look forward to? I mean, you know, hey, we went we went all over the country last year. <laughs> we did. I think next month we can probably expect to learn a lot more about these new AI technologies uh, and how you can start to leverage them in your business. There's lots of opportunities to get busy and do a lot more stuff that doesn't really do anything for your business, but it feels cool because you've got AI. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit more about how you can leverage those tools to do smarter work for your business. You know, I took a course on the metaverse in December and boy, I'm like, okay, I'm an old dog. I got to learn this new trick because it's where things are going to go. Uh, but yeah, it's just a whole nother level. But on the other hand, I got to tell you, uh, at least I'm not driving around the country, you know, 200 miles a day. So yeah, it's it's all this moving and adjusting and investing our time in the right place. Mickey, so good to have you back on with us. Folks, please like and share on our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Remember, that's where I'm live every Monday afternoon. Cleaning and with if you haven't, leave a review. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. See, I forget one thing, and Mickey just tells me I should have. I gotcha. <laughs> Thanks, Mickey, for being on. We'll see you next month. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon.